Hello and welcome to season six of the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who we are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we're rising, but we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. Here, we remember our sovereignty together through stories, tools, curiosity, and community. In doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today to join the Sacred Remembering Women's community. I also have many resources for you on your journey to reunite feminine and masculine, including private alchemical space holding for both individuals and couples. Schedule a consultation today at sarahpoet.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm Sarah Poet, and we are starting season six right here, right now. It feels like there is a shift that happened really after the Lionsgate, the Lionsgate, that whole portal of, you know, three weeks or so around that eight, eight portal. It's always like the biggest event in my life in a whole calendar year. (laughs) Like I can really count on that. And so there was a distinctive shift um, that I'm feeling around a turn toward the replenishment of the feminine, quite, quite honestly, the replenishment energetic which is inspiring this podcast on sustainability and women, women's energy, and looking at this hopefully in a little bit of a different way. You know, I usually don't give the intro intro information. I mean, this podcast is a little bit more advanced and there is something for everyone for sure. So I have some notes and I actually started making the notes for this podcast a few weeks ago. Like this episode was percolating. It wanted to happen. And then this piece around fear and how fear really is, I think like the number one thing that takes us away from our sustainability and our energy as women. Uh, And so I want to go into that today. And it's really a pleasure to be here sharing this with you. Um, To be totally honest, I had a little imposter syndrome or something that I needed to work through to do this episode because I ran up against a little you know, is it a health problem? Is it a, you know, fluke after COVID side effect? Like, what is this? Right. Um, but my hair started thinning and I already have thin hair. I don't want my hair to thin. This has been like one of the things that I have dreaded, you know, over the course of my life, I feel like a few years ago, actually this did happen in 2018 where my hair like went through a massive shedding And I was so self-conscious of it. I was so like horrified by it. And it's interesting that this time around, um, you know, my soul guidance, my spirit is just saying, you know what? It's just a phase. It's a shedding and you're going through this. I saw a snake in the woods this week, right? Indicates shedding personal power. So I was really... (laughs) looking at that snake medicine in the woods, it's like, you know, confirmation of the intuition that this is no big deal, but here I am getting ready to do this episode on women's sustainability. And it was, you know, a reminder that 
I don't have all my shit together either. <laughs> I don't even like the way I just said that. Um, but I don't edit this podcast. So there it is. Um, you know, it's a reminder that we're all working on this. We are all working on coming out of like depletion energetics and the way that the hmm, planet has kind of been programmed to deplete the feminine, deplete women. And that's the crux of this patriarchal system, right? It's like, well, we'll just take for granted the energy of a woman, the energy of, of the feminine. And, you know, we continue to deplete the life force of the feminine. And it's very systematic. It's very, very systematic. I've been living this journey and rediscovery for the last few years, you know, not just the, the rediscovery of the feminine, but also the rediscovery of like the depleted feminine energetic as it runs through the planet, as it runs through us as women, you know, culturally, all of that. So, you know, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about some of these themes, some of the energetics around women and sustainability and come at this from a couple different angles, but Yes, I did have to confront, I guess, my own expectations of, you know, being, you know, <laughs> being someone who talks about this all the time and then struggling, you know, do I have a thyroid issue? Like what's going on with my own health? I'm, I'm 41. And so we have this thing called aging still right? Cause we haven't remembered that we're infinite <laughs> entirely. We still, we still age and our cells age. And, and I do a lot to regenerate the cells health. And yet, you know, when, when we have like grown up in this culture and had trauma in the body and trauma in the cells, like we're moving the trauma out of the cells and replenishing the cells with light and with, um, you know, just clarity and the uh, upgraded versions of our DNA. And then still at the same time, we are kind of surfing the effects of living in the culture that we do live in and all of the choices that we've made before. So, you know, I've got some blood work, um, scheduled for the thyroid. I've been beginning to supplement for the thyroid actually, because I want to shout out Erin Fisher right here. I had Erin Fisher on the podcast. She and I have both been really talking about depletion, depletion of women's resources and how to regenerate, you know, sustainably women's resources. Um, for a while. And so I reached out to Erin Fisher and, really recommend her. Um, you know, if you are encountering like a hormonal problem or, you know, curiosity, I was like, Oh my God, Aaron, my hair's falling off. You know, she's like, well, let's, let's start with the thyroid. So I started supplementing for the thyroid and come to find out it's a really good thing for us to do women. So, um, you know, that I love Aaron Fisher for that. And, uh, Christine Garvin, who's also been on the podcast knows a lot, talks a lot about women's hormone health. So let's get on that for our sustainability, of course. And, you know, here I am showing up today with my fresh new haircut. You can't see it, but shout out to uh, Wink Salon in Asheville and Angie cuts my hair there. And Angie gave me a amazing haircut for thinning hair. I go to her anyway, because she specializes in thin hair. 
I'm just talking to y'all like you're my best friend right now. You are. Um, <laughs> so being really candid here about um, what's been what's been real for me, but like, you know, who did I reach out to in this time? Other women, right? So let's note that. Like, who's your circle of women? What are their skills? What can they, um, what, you know, what are you doing for one another? Right. And this is also how we build sustainability because it's not every woman for herself anymore. That was a real, um, hmm, recipe for depletion. Okay. Actually, I want to riff on that for a minute. I'm just doing this podcast really intuitively. So I will be tracking it. You track it. Um, but I want to talk about just that for a minute. I didn't expect to talk about that here at the beginning of the podcast, but let's talk about, we are not in a world of every woman for themselves anymore. Let's just claim that. Okay. We need women in community and we need to, hmm, we need to, to go it together and we need places that we can trust. And so recently, so I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple of different things here. So recently I really went through a really divine remembrance of this, a sacred remembrance of the importance of women in community when it comes to standing in the truth of who we are. And I want to share that because it pertains to some things that are upcoming as well. So I'll weave that in. So I did this podcast interview on Dana Stovern's podcast called The Magic of Somatic Money. And I did this podcast earlier in the summer and it was an interview and it's like a live coaching session. And most of her um, interviews are actually anonymous because you just go really honestly into the live coaching session. It's like a model of what she does for her work. It's incredible. But I got the, you know, soul instruction, divine instruction to actually not remain anonymous and, you know, claim the full truth of who I am with my name, with my story. And, and that's always been my path. It doesn't have to be everybody's path, obviously, but that's always been my path of like, how integrated can you be in the world? This is why I create a really honest podcast. This is why I create really honest social media posts because, you know, the facade of like your one identity in one place and one identity in another place is just, it doesn't work for me. So, so here I am on Dana's podcast and we went into some really um, deep territory, territory that I have not revealed before. Um, I was talking about the cult influence on my family and on me. And so, um, and, and this was in relation to money and this is not something anyone in my family talks about. Most people don't even know it. And because I've done deep digging, um, in the last few years and it's my path and people came forward to tell me about it, you know, I got more and more information about like, just what kind of psychological fuckery was really going on. And so I named, um, satanic ritual abuse actually in this episode. And I don't know before this moment, if I've ever actually said that on my own podcast. So that's, you know, this is a big deal. Like I'm starting to talk about some things that, um, I had, you know, well, uh, 
here we're here we're talking about women's truth and women owning their truth, right? And stepping out to do that on your own over and over and over again is, you know, potentially re-traumatizing. I know I've talked about that on the podcast before. And also when you're doing that on your own, you're really depending on your nervous system, your capacity. And so when I was in this interview or this live session, essentially with Dana, I noticed that one, my nervous system was really regulated and two, you know, I was ready to tell the story. Like I wasn't shaking in my boots. I was not nervous beforehand. It was just so natural. And then there was a um, conversation. It's the next podcast that will air live here on the Sacred Remembering podcast with two women telling stories about religious recovery. And these two women are very, very dear to me. And so the three of us are weaving these stories. And we have been talking about how, you know, when you stand up to stand in the truth of who you are, individually, you have more of a nervous system response and it is scarier to do so individually. But then we took some extra time before recording the podcast came together and recorded it in a way that we were recording it in community. And when women were standing in the truth of who we are together, it was actually much more sustainable for the nervous system because there wasn't this giant nervous system reaction of like, holy shit, I'm telling stories that somebody, you know, long ago told me never to tell as a woman. So this has really gotten me very inspired on multiple levels. And, um, you know, we are stronger together. We are, I would say safer together though. It's not just about safety, but the nervous system response in our bodies, right. The fear response in our bodies, when we are going to stand in the truth of who we are or whether we're like telling a truth or we're just coming up with the courage and the boldness to live in the truth of who we are, it is um, something that does require a lot of courage. And when something does require a lot of courage, there can be a fear response and then there can be a massive nervous system response. And so what I'm really finding what I've known for years and what I'm rediscovering really, you know, with excitement is that when we do this together, we are stronger, each of us. And it's like the whole premise for sacred remembering and the sacred remembering community is that when we're waking up to the truth of who we are and doing that together, then we have a space where we can be in the full truth of who we are. And that acclimates in the nervous system, it acclimates in, you know, you're seeing people see you (laughs) in the truth of who you are. And then you are more and more and more becoming that. So, um, my guidance, soul spirit, you know, the voice of the higher self, all of those things, um, has instructed me to reopen the sacred truth mastermind And that is going to be happening um, October 6th, I believe is our first day. So early October, not a long time before then, but it's, you know, it's time. And this is a four month soul journey. Um, You know, very alchemical. Every woman in there is definitely sovereign in her own right. And also, um, you know, we're doing this magic of group alchemy and creating um, 
safe space. I don't always like to say safe space because it's like, can you guarantee that, you know, it's totally safe to step into the truth of who you are? No. And can we make it, you know, safer? Can we be courageous in this space? Absolutely. So um, if you are interested in the Sacred Truth Mastermind, I would love to talk to you. Anyone interested needs to do a one-on-one with me just to make sure that it's a, a good fit. And I will be interviewing everyone um, who is coming forward for that soul group. And I have run this three other times and I'm really excited about this iteration. And we're going to be weaving a lot of, you know, deep, I'll say magic into it, deep energy restructuring, like fortifying. So really coming into the sovereign blueprint of the soul self and, you know, stepping into the truth of who you are. Yes. Who is that mentally? Who is that physically? Who is that emotionally? What stories do you want to share? All of those things. And also, um, let's get you really, really connected to the energetic blueprint of the truth of who you are so that you are much more fortified, you know, in your connection, which is a really big piece of women's sustainability. Um, it really is a really big piece of our energetic, um, replenishment and regenerative, uh, regenerative nature of our energy to realize that our nervous system is not the source of our strength. Women, the nervous system is not the source of our strength. It is very, very important that we care for the nervous system and that we regulate the nervous system. We can't overlook that because if we have a a really, um, traumatized nervous system or jacked up nervous system, we're actually not going to be able to really participate in some of the more advanced, you know, divine steps, if you will, to, um, do what I'm going to describe next, but you know, the nervous system is not your like be all end all of where you find your strength. What is, is in this process. And when I teach it in heartland, I call it resourcing where we are restructuring our energetic grid system to reconnect with source. And this is such a part of this reunification journey. So this is such a part of, of sovereignty. So we are connected into the earth grid and we are connected into the source, you know, grid and that our template, our energetic template around our bodies goes that whole way. And so this notion that we're just like a human in a body with seven chakras, and we're kind of like disconnected from the planet. Um, and we're supposed to be able to use our nervous system to ward off everything. And then we get energy clearings, you know, when the stuff gunks up our energy, that is actually a, um, hmm, how to say this, that is a, a not advanced version of the story but it's the one that most of us have learned, right? So we are connecting in to source intelligence, earth grid intelligence, and then re-fortifying and reclaiming our sacred sovereign space, you know, throughout that energetic grid architecture and then throughout space and time. This is the level of truth that we're claiming. This is the level of truth that we're claiming. That's really exciting, okay? So that is going to fortify your ability to be sustaining in your energy much, much more than if you are just assuming 
that you are a disconnected human, disconnected from the earth and from source. And here you are with this spine and this body and these seven chakras, and you're supposed to just, you know, find more energy in the day. Well, we know that that's a depleting cycle. We know that. So we've got to connect into something bigger. And, and the thing that we're connecting into that's bigger is actually your own energetic template, which is so exciting. It's like, that's where, you know, our energy is really going to come from. So exciting. So another, I mean, it's Virgo season. I'm a Virgo rising. So I do have a couple of upcoming events and classes. So the sacred truth mastermind, I'll start the first week of October, but I'm going to do this two class series on sovereignty where I'm teaching about reconnecting into that energetic grid for your sovereignty and bolstering your field. And that's a sliding scale. And to get that information, there's actually no webpage. So you can reach out to me directly, or please just be on my email list, sarah at sarahpoet.com or on the email list at sarahpoet.com. And so that is September 17th. And I think October 1st, there's Saturdays and we'll meet in the middle of the day, Eastern time sliding scale. And I will just teach some, some basics on sovereignty, strong basics on sovereignty that I find that women are unaware of. So if you're feeling depleted, if you're feeling, you know, like you have energetic attacks, that kind of thing. You know, if you have people in your life that feel like they're out to get you or, or you think that, uh, like energies in your life are, are in your field that shouldn't be in your field that aren't yours, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if you really struggle with like emotional ups and downs, um, yeah, right. All of the above, then, um, this sovereignty class is probably for you. And, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's reach out and, um, and connect on that. Yeah. So these things we are being with, you know, on all levels, like the topics of depletion and where does our energy come from as women? And, um, how do we, you know, find the life force to sustain our day. So there's, there's sustainability in women's energy, and then there's thriving and replenishment and regenerative energy, right? So I see sustainability as a first really awesome goal. And then if we are, you know, playing with the energetics of sustainability and the feminine, then we're going to tip into the reality of regenerative energetics, which is really exciting. And this is what the whole Heartland teaching is about that I teach uh, once a year and um, working on a book about that. It's very exciting because this is the return of the feminine energetic to the planet and to us. And so let's just think about it for a moment here. Um, the cultural norm is for us to keep moving, keep going until we're really tired and until we deplete, then, you know, maybe we do something for relaxation, then we sleep, we wake up, we do it again. And there is oftentimes a net depletion in the life force and in the energy. And here I am specifically speaking to women, although I think it is 
wonderful if men are taking in this information as well, because it's very innovative. And if you are understanding this, then you can help out your wife and your partner and wife or partner. However, that is, I didn't mean to imply that you have both. <laughs> that may not be sustainable for those women. If you have both, just saying. Um, so anyway, those are jokes, but you know, it's, it's very supportive for men to know this information to support the women in their lives, because we really have to re-template how we use our time and how we, you know, culturally interact with our life force. And everywhere we look, women are waking up to this, regardless of the language that they're using and being like, okay, I'm too tired. Okay. Enough is enough. Okay. This work, you know, for 50 hours a week and then coming home and taking care of my family or not seeing my children, it's like not good enough. And so we have this great resignation that's happening and women are leading the way in that. And I stepped out of my, you know, the, the, (laughs) the leadership position that I had like climbed to, I stepped out of that myself five years ago and started this. And so it's like, we have a cultural awakening that's going on where women are essentially saying, probably without using these words, they're saying, this isn't sustainable for me anymore. This isn't going to cut it for me anymore. And, you know, I was talking to one woman recently who was exploring working with me privately. And she was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do next. I just know that I can't keep doing this. Yeah. We feel that, right? So, you know, she left a job. She's dependent on her male spouse for income at this point. But also, as we know, you know, it's not going to be, I would say, good enough to just rely on um, someone else for your monetary resources either, because we know that like women need to be empowered in that way. So very often, and I've talked about this a lot, this is the crux of a lot of my work. It's like, as we're coming out of this patriarchal influence and women are wanting to do this differently, how do we work with our resources differently? And this is really what I've been living and questing for, for the last five years, you know, since leaving that paid like paycheck position. Right. And then it was like, okay, well, if I don't want to participate in patriarchal energetics anymore, then I really need to look at how I myself treat myself as an entrepreneur. So another way to say that would be, you know, we all have this inner feminine and masculine and the masculine is going to be the, the part of you that takes action. It's the young outward energetic, the action oriented energetic. And you need that. We all need that. We need to take action. And then there's the yin energetic that is not just about rest. I mean, thank goodness there's this, you know, whole awakening about self-care and about women needing to rest, but good Lord, the feminine is way more than resting. So we do need the, you know, yin time to go slow, to rest, to restore, to rejuvenate, to reconnect, I would say with this earth energy, with the source energy, to replenish yourself. And then 
I also talk about how the yin energy is so needed for deep creativity. So this is where we're you know, where the new answers and new solutions are coming forward for the new earth. This is where, you know, as I asked the question, how do we do energetics differently so that we're more sustainable? How do we replenish as women so that we can work less and earn more? You know, as I ask these questions, I find the answers in that deep restorative yin right? It's not necessarily in the yang that we are going to find the answers of the future because we've been doing that. I've never said that that way before. That was pretty good. (laughs) And so, you know, we need this feminine energetic back online. We need to be honoring it, practicing it, um, you know, having it in our lives consciously. And then, We need to be like trusting the magic that comes from it and trusting the magic that's coming from women and, um, you know, and, and really going deep into those spaces to find the new solutions. And this bugs people out because the new solutions are going to be really much more mystical. I mean, the answers to what I've found about regenerative energy have to do with, you know, things like, well, reconnecting your energetic body to source and to the diamond heart of the earth and circulating plasma energy and, um, you know, a whole, a whole host of other, like very mystical things, like this thing about the sovereign womb, that's really coming through for me in this last year, but then really, especially these last few months. And so, you know, the solutions are are in these spaces where I think we've cut off long ago. And so this is why we talk about sacred remembering. This is why we are creating the space within us to step into the truth of who we are so that we do reconnect with these deep truths that are already inside of us. You know, they're all, it's like, I, yeah. Just the other day, I was um, reading something that was, you know, cute little inspirational thing. And it was like, you were planted here with all of the seeds of consciousness that you really ever need. And so, you know, you can look outside of yourself for the answers, which was the patriarchal model. And then you quest for those answers outside of you. But really, you know, we're coming back into this deep and sacred remembrance of the truth of who we are. And then that sparks this information that, that are new earth solutions. So that's what the sacred truth mastermind is about. I called it a mastermind years ago because it's like, this is not passive. These are like powerful women who are coming together to, you know, discover these truths that are going to move the world forward. And if you think, well, like, I'm not powerful enough for that, that's somebody else's job, bullshit. That's each one of us as women. I I totally believe that, especially if you're listening to this podcast or you're, you know, questing for this kind of thing. It's inside of you. These solutions are inside of you. So let's talk about fear because, ah, right. (laughs) When we're questing for the answers outside of us. We're in this modality of like, do I have it right yet? Am I there yet? Right. 
And then also there's all this like evaluative criteria, like, am I good for this job? Am I good enough to marry? Am I good enough to love? You know, all of those things. And so a lot of us have spent a lot of time in performative energetics and performative energetics are going to be inherently depleting, depleting to the entire system. So depleting to the soul, right? So when we are afraid, when we are afraid to, you know, stand in the truth of who we are, when we are afraid that our basic needs won't be met, when we are afraid that our resources are in jeopardy, when we're afraid that our children won't be taken care of, we are much more, I'll say, like controllable, you know, malleable. Like we, we stay in a smaller version of who we are. This is inherently, inherently depleting. You know, this is really what's been percolating for me recently, uh, really after that Dana Stovern interview and naming the, um, you know, it was almost, it was like spell casting. It was, you know, psychological abuse. It was a hex. It was black magic that was cast on my life, you know, without my consent at a very early age. Okay. Big, you know, big shit. So there were mental programs that went with that mental loops and certain behaviors and certain self-sabotaging and certain, um, you know, playing it small. But then I was always also inherently like fighting against that. I was fighting to stand in the truth of who I am. I was fighting for my freedom from, from that whole, you know, loops of, of fuckery. And so it was actually really exhausting because I was fighting against something. And I did a whole podcast episode a couple uh, weeks, months ago about opposition energy. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that because when we are, you know, in opposition to something, when we are fighting against something to get our energy back from it, then we are inherently losing energy. We're losing life force and we are depleting. So we're responding to something that's happening outside of ourselves and, you know, orienting toward that, choosing to, or by default reacting to using our life force energy to pay attention to that. And then, you know, we, we feel tired and depleted. I mean, I know that there are people out there listening because I've talked to a couple of you recently who are in relationships that aren't necessarily serving you anymore. You know, maybe at one point they did, maybe they never did. And you're looking at what this person in your life is saying to you, maybe the father of your children, and you know that it is less than you deserve, quite frankly. And you know that it is not conscious or not, you know, in alignment anymore. And, you know, sometimes you choose to have a conversation with this person or try to work it out or go another round, et cetera, et cetera. And the question that I would ask you is, you know, are you gaining or losing life force energy in that scenario? And then I've, I've also talked to some of you recently who, and this is why we're talking most likely, and and you're saying, I don't want to do this anymore. 
I'm not just going to give my life force energy to this anymore. This isn't my truth. So that's why we align to the truth of who we are. That's why we reconnect into our sovereign energy architecture. Okay. This is why we do sovereignty and we do it in a really legit way. So it's not just like, ladies, take your power back. It's like, well, what the fuck are the energetics? And that's really what I look at. So by nature, by, by soul nature, I am a polarity integrator, right? So we look at feminine, we look at masculine, but the goal is a union. So we look at where is the energy polarized in our lives? And maybe there is a fear associated with that. And what I discovered sort of, you know, as I continue to like pull back the veil and pull back the veil on, on like the layers and layers of, you know, mind control. And just like, when I say mind control, does that freak anyone out? No, it's real. Like the, the psychological programming that we all experienced. And then if you had, you know, experienced abuse or psychological trauma, then, you know, we have more layers of it. Some of us have more layers of it to pull back. And, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, like healing trauma for a long time. And, you know, it was always like under this, I'll call it a, a spell of fear. When I was under the spell of fear, I was always using this adrenaline energy to outrun a fear. You know, maybe the fear was in the back of my mind. Maybe it wasn't even in my mind at all. It was like so in the subconscious, but it's this like feeling of I'm not going to be okay. Anybody else have that? Like, no matter what I do, I'm not going to be okay. So how the fuck is the feminine supposed to replenish and be sustainable if we have this back of the brain belief that no matter what I do, I'm not going to be okay. Right? Right? That's a fucking trick. Okay? And so many of us as women are living that, living inside of fear. So I want you to start to look at this and and you know, this is a transmission, right? So this is going to start to open up some things in you. Okay. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. Your soul came for this. You can handle all of it. Um, so let's look at, you know, where are, well, where are you conscious of your fear? What are you afraid of? Okay. I'm afraid of running out of resources. Then how do you behave as a result of being afraid of running out of resources? Um, maybe it's like, I'm afraid to leave the man that I don't want to be married to anymore because I'm afraid that if I leave him, I won't be able to have the resources that I need. And then my question to you is, What's the behavior that is associated with that? So what's the belief that's running your system? What's the fear belief that's running your system? And then what's the behavior associated with that? And then sister, look at the energy that you're using to, to keep that going. Okay. And as I speak into the collective here, you know, some of the women that I know are listening. It's like, 
if you stay or if we stay right on right there, if we stay in the fear pattern, we're actually more and more and more depleted of our life force. And then we're in survival instead of thriving. So, you know, these are words that we like to kind of throw around, like, you know, I want to be sovereign. I want to thrive. Well, there are actual steps, actual, you know, energetic repatternings that need to happen (laughs) so that we are, you know, actually thriving. So you cannot be hooked into some kind of fear matrix, having it suck on your life force energy and tell me that you're thriving. Like, fuck no. I mean, there's so many women who are, you know, they might look like they're creating differently or like creating these, you know, big businesses, but they're still working in a masculine essence and, you know, and now I'm talking about other people, which doesn't feel awesome, but it's like, you know, if you're working in a masculine essence and your own internal feminine is absolutely depleted or like you're not really nourishing her, then it's not actually thriving, you know, to build that business and, and have, you know, that much money is not thriving if an aspect of you is depleted. So I just want to continue talking about these, um, you know, power dynamics, these fear dynamics. And I use the word power dynamics, actually, because I wanted to talk about um, hearing this from Aaron Fisher, uh, who I mentioned earlier um, on Instagram, I think last week, so late August. And um, she was talking about the internal power dynamics, the internal power dynamics. Where are you fighting against yourself? I thought that was, you know, a brilliant, another brilliant way to put this. And then I added onto that, that part about the inner feminine and the inner masculine that I shared with you earlier. So again, it's like another way to talk about opposition. Where are you in opposition to yourself? And the only reason that we would be doing any of that is because there is a fear frequency. Holy shit, right? The only reason that we would be doing any of that opposition, wasting our energy, is because there's fear. Okay, so fear was was a little systematic here. That's what I'm saying. Like the installation of fear into this uh, world that we live in and into the feminine was very systematic. You know, if you take a woman's right to own land away from her, as as happened once upon a time, right? And you take um, her her ability to earn income away from her and you say, well, unless you're married and reproducing for a man, you're actually worthless. These were all programs. So then she becomes complacent, you know, over time, right? Generations and generations of women become complacent because there was a time where, you know, in order for her to access her resources at all, she needed to be agreeable. And so then it's like, well, I can't leave this system because if I leave this system, you know, I won't be able to access the resources. 
And I know that this has played out in my life. It has played out with my, you know, my father over and over and over again. I don't even have a relationship with him at this point, but, um, this is what I shared in that podcast was like, when I exposed a family secret in order to protect a child, then all this fear that was programmed into me at a very early age began playing, you know, through my subconscious, through my physiology. It's probably why my hair is falling out to be totally honest with you. (laughs) I might not want to admit that to myself, but you know, that, that fear, like, went through my life for a few months because here I was, you know, not participating in another layer of a previous agreement or a previous, you know, I don't know that it was a conscious agreement, but at some point along the way, whether this lifetime or another lifetime, I made the agreement to, you know, be in this complacency in order to make sure that my resources were taken care of. Now I came to break all of this and be talking about this and writing books about this and and leading for the rest of my life, like leading movements about this and bringing the resources back to the feminine. But it begins with us and it begins with our energy women. So let me talk about this for a minute. The um, internal versus external resources. This is a big foundational piece of what I teach in my offering called structure and flow. And that typically uh, will open that annually around the new year. And so um, structure and flow is a 90 day look into where your energy and your attention and your life force goes and why. And then we really wake up to these, you know, habits and patterns of like, why we're giving our energy in the way that we're giving our energy. But the foundational piece of structure and flow is that I really want all women to look at our internal and inherent resources first and foremost, and get in really good relationship with those resources and value those resources first and foremost. And then we look at our external resources. And if we as women come into right relationship with our internal resources, then the reflection in the external shifts and changes. This is how we change the world. So our internal resources, think about it. Your time, your attention, your mental attention, what you give your time to. your energy, your life force energy, how much energy you have in any given moment. Um, then I would say your emotions are a resource. Your body is its own resource and your womb and your sex are resources. Now, this is very exciting because all the sovereign womb stuff that I'm channeling recently is like, well, we can, you know, the, the womb, the sovereign womb is the source of creation. So again, I'm just, I'm like drawing maps, but I'm not going to go into that the whole way right now, but stay tuned. We have a live event on the sovereign womb, um, on the 8th of September, again, be on my email list because that is where I'm putting all this information. So anyway, back to the resources, inherent resources are what I've just said, 
So do you put those first? Do you put those first each and every day? And the cultural norm has been to not, (laughs) to not even come close to putting those first each and every day. Yeah, wow. I'm just like thinking of thousands of examples, right? Right now, going through, going through a lot of them in my mind, like, you know, down to some really, you know, ones that people don't want to talk about, but it's like, you know, women having sex or giving sex in order to be provided for or feel secure in the living situation. And these things are subtle sometimes. They're subtle as fuck. Okay. So what are you giving in order to try to be okay? That's, that's a depletion energy. Okay. So we come back into relationship with our internal resources. Then we start to see the shift in our external resources. So the external resources are things like, you know, the money, the food, the land, the house, the relationships. Okay. So if we're looking to the external to validate or fill or create safety for the internal, that is an inversion. It is the opposite of replenishing. But if we are focusing on the internal, making sure the health of the internal is thriving, we're coming back into right relationship with ourselves, with our value, okay? The value of our our bodies, our time, our attention, our heart, right? So when I say it that way, you can feel those things are infinitely like valuable, infinitely valuable. And so this helps correct the inversion. This helps us to become more replenishing in our life force and in the energetics that we're holding. Ooh, this is good. Okay. I just needed to stop and take a drink of water full of electrolytes and iodine. I might add because I'm replenishing. And so let me ask a couple of questions for reflection and you can, you know, look at the timestamp on the podcast right now, go back and journal about these. Um, but these are really deep and valuable questions. So where are you most in integrity with your internal resources right now? Most integrity with your time, your attention, your body, your sex, your physical, with the whole physical nature and life force, your emotions and your heart, your love. Where are you most in integrity with those things right now? What are you doing about that right now? Okay. And then where are you feeling out of integrity with that? So if, if I was to say to you, you know, how's that valuing of your internal resources going? Like what's feeling good about that and what's feeling not so good or out of balance about that. Okay. All right. Then another question to really ask yourself about all of this, of course, I had mentioned, you know, the self-reflection about the fear cycles, like what am I afraid of losing and how is that impacting my energy expenditure by impacting my behavior? So where am I losing life force? Because I'm running a 
an opposition dynamic. What am I afraid of? How is it ruling my behavior? How is that exhausting me? Okay, that's taking away from sustainability. Another thing that's like related to that is where are you in a hype crash cycle? So for me personally, over the years, this has been very connected to my relationship with caffeine. Okay. So where are you in a hype crash cycle? And gosh, I really love to talk about sustainability and the physical body, because I think that this is, this is actually where the light bulbs really went off for me as I was living this heartland journey. You know, I still am, but in the heartland journey, the, the topic of sustainability was like very clear to me that it was very important. And it was this internal reflection of, well, what is my sustainability throughout the day? You know, how is my energy sustainable throughout the day when it's just me? Okay. And then that really shown this light that maybe it should sound like it was obvious before, but framing the question that way for me was like, well, you know, maybe I've questioned whether this coffee habit was good or not for years. And I allowed myself to still have it, but it was only when I looked at it through the lens of sustainability that I finally quit drinking coffee because the answer was so clearly no, this is not sustainable for my body because I was enjoying a hype cycle, but then the crash cycle was really significant. And there was also negative effects to um, my stomach and my digestion as well, probably my pH. So when I looked at it like that, it was like, oh yeah. If I want to move toward regenerative energetics and sustainability is on the way to regenerative energetics, then I can't be participating in like a roller coaster cycle when it comes to my own energy. Right? Don't you love looking at it that way? It's like, it's so eye opening. So where are you participating in a hype crash cycle that's just not sustainable for you, you know, and where would you feel better with, with more sustainable energy? Okay. So I want to begin to wrap up here partially because this is long enough. I've given you so much to think about and partially because Betsy Batista is on her way to my house right now. And we're going to go lay in the sun, which is regenerative. So, um, I want to speak more about the sovereign womb, but I think that that will happen because when we come out of the fear association, you know, as women, when we come out of the fear association with the masculine and we get right with our energy and we get right with our resources, then we can start to focus on, you know, our womb sovereignty. And actually I was really inspired by a woman that I was talking to within the last few weeks. And she actually was saying, you know, I know that my relationship with my husband isn't good for me maybe anymore. And, um, I need to make 
some steps about my financial resources so that I can begin to make some decisions. And then she added that she had stopped having sex with him. And when I look at that, like it makes all the sense in the world to me why she stopped having sex with him because it was a depleting activity instead of a regenerative one. And he was actually tying big love to you, sister. I know I'm I'm sharing this um, on the podcast, but it's like, because we all relate to it. So, you know, it was tied to like how much housework there was going to be done or, you know, what his agreements were or how much he was going to help. And it was like, and she was like, no. So that right there is one of the most powerful fucking things I've heard lately because it's, ah, this goes so deep because it's connected to the life force energy of the feminine and of the womb. Because nearly all of this inversion of the depletion of the feminine was actually connected to the depletion of the sex and of the womb. And I think we've heard this before, right? Like, well, if you can control women, then you can control creation. But the energetics are really, really fascinating as I, you know, get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. So, you know, women who are starting to say, uh, no, you can't access my body with this kind of behavior that will shift the consciousness of the planet. Maybe not like within the next week or month or lifetime for this marriage or this, you know, partnership. But when you start to make these decisions around the sovereignty of your resources and the sovereignty of your sex and the sovereignty of your womb, we're actually retemplating the, I mean, we're healing patriarchy. We are retemplating this whole fuckery about the siphoning of the feminine. That's how big this is. So when you are coming into right relationship with your resources, it is so much more of a big deal than you just, you know, participating in some nice self-care, right? It's like, is this, you know, is this optional? I would say not. Is it optional that women are in right relationship with their resources, including their body, their attention, their sex, their womb right now? I would say not. And, you know, the, the big secret (laughs) that I'm telling you is that as we come back into right relationship with those resources, it's so empowering Like as we're coming back into the sovereignty of the womb space, which is like the ultimate, I think, take back of the feminine resources, then we are actually back on the side of replenishment and of creation power. That's a really big statement. Can you feel this? Okay. So here I'm talking about sustainability and being really practical. And then I'm like, it really fucking matters. (laughs) for some really big reasons. And these are the things I've been questing for and figuring out. And then I put them into, you know, digestible kinds of packages. Like hopefully this podcast was, you know, structure and flow is all about looking at our resources and looking at where they go. Um, It's a planner. It's a 90 day you know, transformational experience. Heartland is the reconnection to, you know, the earth, the prosperity grids, all of that through the feminine, the restoration of the feminine. That's a whole template and codex. And then 
you know, um, the sacred truth mastermind where we're standing in the truth of who we are and, um, just coming back into our power in that way. So it's like, you know, at your service, at your service. And it is with all my heart and all my love and all of my devotion that, um, I am here for this because this matters. So, Reach out to me anytime if there's anything I've said that you would like to look at personally, look at further, you can schedule a consultation with me and we will see, you know, what offering is the best fit. Like maybe you do want to work one-on-one right now. Maybe you do want to join the mastermind coming up in October. Maybe you want to join the sacred remembering community right now. There is literally something for everyone listening to this podcast. If you have made it to the end (laughs) of this podcast, there is something for you we are building authentic community, authentic community that is holding the transformation of women in their sacred remembering journeys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this work um, in your life. Thank you for doing it. Um, gosh, for this generation, for the planet, uh, for your children, and it matters. And you reclaiming the truth of who you are matters more than more than you probably even know right now. Um, and so, you know, let's remind each other standing in the truth of who we are is not optional. It's not cute. It is what we are doing. It is what we are doing coming into our sovereignty, into our sacred remembrance, into our source connection. So much love. Thank you for being here and come back next week for an incredible interview, uh, with two of two of the greatest. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.